Jeremy here. Just before we get into the show, wanted to give an update. We have a new tier on our Patreon. That is the Sheikah supporter tier for $5 or more a month. You get a week early access to episodes as well as getting to pick games that you play alongside us. Each month, people in this tier can pick a game that we'll play. We'll stream it on our Discord for everyone else to see. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just played the Rogue Hero Ruins of Tassos game, uh, which is this roguelike, Zelda-like game that uh, is very similar to the old Four Swords games. It's very chaotic. It's very, very fun. If you want to join up in that, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. If you can't afford that, we do still have the smaller tier. Just a reminder, people that join in that tier, they get ad-free episodes. They also get access to our side quests episodes, where once a month we record an episode just talking about all the other games that we have been playing. You also get to pick the games that we play in between Zelda games, what we call our Gaiden games, as well as getting a shout-out. If that sounds good to you, once again, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild sign up support us we really appreciate it anyways that's all i have so let's get on with the show hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. We have a bonus episode. So many people have been asking us, why don't we talk more about Breath of the Wild 2? It's because we had nothing to talk about with Breath of the Wild 2 up until this past E3. I'm Jeremy Harvey. Brian Auer is here. Hi. Also joining us, co-host from the Impossible Coin podcast, Tegan Somerset. Hello. It's just Impossible Coin, by the way. No the. No the. No the. Just Impossible Coin. Impossible Coin, comma, a podcast. Yes, a podcast about video games. And it's no no spaces, no underscores, just capital I, capital C. We're Fantastic. fine. <laughs> so, literally, we've had multiple reviews of our podcast that have said, why aren't you talking about Breath of the Wild 2? Because previously, we just had that one trailer from two years ago uh, that we're just sort of like, oh, the game's going to be underground and all of this stuff. And we're going to play as both Link and Zelda. And that's all we could like fantasize about. And then we finally got this E3 trailer. If we had done that, if we had made that episode a month ago, it would have all been completely disproven in the first like 15 (laughs) seconds of this trailer. So uh, listeners know enough about myself and Brian Tegan. Describe yourself as a Zelda fan. I am the Zelda fan. I am the Zelda All right. fan. <laughs> All right. Um, the Legend of Zelda was the first game that I played by myself as a child when I was a babby. Um, <laughs> and from the time that I'd played Ocarina of Time 
when I was when the N64 came out through today. I have done nothing but devote an entire section of my brain to the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the lore. I know I got all the books. I've got the manga. I have, like, I, I've dug into the history. I have my own timeline. Like, I'm one of those. <laughs> you have your own timeline? I have my... Yes, um, Nintendo did it wrong, and i i appreciate <laughs> I appreciate that Nintendo created the Hyrule Historia and put in what they believe the timeline is. And I do have to say that they don't care about the timeline for the Legend of Zelda as much as I care about the timeline for the Legend of Zelda, and so they have done it wrong, unfortunately. But that's okay because I'm here to make sure that it's correct. <laughs> what is the most offensive part of the quote unquote official Nintendo timeline? The most offensive part to me specifically is that they put ocarina or no um oracle of seasons and oracle of ages together at the same point in time on one timeline they put them both um in like Hmm. the middle section of um the hero fails timeline and that is fundamentally incorrect um (laughs) oracle of seasons goes at the end of one timeline Oracle of Ages goes at the end of um, a second branch in the timeline, and the joined game is the th- in the third branch of the timeline, and then you can continue because then the timeline's been reunited. They are fools, and it's okay. I'm willing to accept that's, their apology. That's pretty great. Interesting. I'm, Interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm down with that. It's the perfect way to link it back together. Like, it's yeah. right there. They <gasps> gave you a game. You said Link. Like, you said the name of the game. I did. I said the name of the game. Okay, so also, Tegan, quick thoughts. We've yes. got, we have like a dozen hours of us talking about Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- wh- how do you feel about Breath of the Wild compared to the other Zelda games? Breath of the Wild is a very good game. It's probably my favorite game. It is not the best Zelda game, mm-hmm. but it is my favorite game. You're in good company. <laughs> I think it's the best game in the Zelda series, but I don't think it's the best "quote unquote" Zelda game because it's missing things that are that make a Zelda game a Zelda game. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a fundamental. The fundamentals of the of the Zelda game are kind of missing. Um, yes. Breath of the Wild is what Zelda one, like the first Legend of Zelda game, would have been if they had any of the technology that we do now. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just it, you know? Oh yeah. It's the spiritual successor to Zelda. Absolutely, one. and it's very, it's very good. But like, oh yeah, because they're going back to that. They were going back to like that kind of um, those roots. They're they took out a lot of the stuff that like made Zelda Zelda, and I think they're going to be adding. I don't expect them to add all of it back in, but I think we're going to get a little bit more um of what we think of in like traditional zelda terms mm-hmm. I, i'm crossing my fingers for the spiritual successor to zelda 2 the adventure of link Ooh, I, uh, mm. there's more downstabs <laughs> in elevators um, as long as no we're not, not really but i like zelda 2 as long as we're not like meeting women in red to heal our hearts i'll be yeah. fine i think yes where are the women in blue yeah, I just don't want to, every time I die, start at the very beginning, because that was a huge pain mm-hmm. in the butt. No, no, I, I, I kid, but I I also do like Zelda 2 a lot. But Honestly, I, I, now that you brought that up, I honestly thought it would be really cool if you could have a mode that whenever you died, you started back at the Great Plateau, 
and like you know some things changed or something like that you know it's mm-hmm. still like consistent oh, like, with what happened but you know that's almost like a dark souls kind of thing right right like a roguelike sort yes. of i'm all yeah. for that i love yeah. those kind of things in games a roguelike zelda would be so that's wild. all i want i i want I, i've all right quick aside i want um a roguelike uh trial of the sword from breath of the wild that's what i want Ooh, oh oh that'd be swords, cool it's that'd great be cool but it's always the same every time, and I need. Oh, I just want to. I just mm-hmm. want to play that for the rest of my life. I could understand that. I would like a Zelda, like they did this a little bit in Link's Awakening in the remake. Um, but I would like a Zelda dungeon builder where mm-hmm. you are building the dungeons to protect the items before Ganon comes back. Like that's what I would like. Oh. Oh, I think that'd okay. be a lot of fun. Okay. okay. And then like different heroes could play through your different dungeons. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I feel like they're they're trying, but they haven't quite got there yet, but we can see that they've been trying to yeah. to make something like that. So I'm hopeful. I did enjoy like the puzzle piece um Zelda dungeon that they added into Link's Awakening, just because it was like a taste of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. And that way I didn't have to like worry about like is this room actually passable but i think like a mario maker but zelda would be really fun just dungeons only dungeons you can go through the dungeon have fun i think it's i think it is impossible that they aren't trying to do something like that right Mm -hmm. yeah i think there's been enough people talking about it they've done they know how successful mario maker was it they're they're workshopping it they're trying to figure out how to make it work yeah. The question is if they can actually figure it out. Right. So let's go ahead. We're going to let's talk about Breath of the Wild 2. Now I'm going to what I'm going to do. We've got uh, two videos that we have so far totaling about three minutes. And <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and and for the audio listeners, describe the videos. Feel free to interrupt me as I go. So for the, the first video that we got in 2019, it opens up with some glowing green squiggly things looks very similar to something like out of twilight princess like the the twilight stuff it's swirling around uh we cut over to some torches there are some inscriptions on the walls you can you know all this stuff so many people have paused to death to like break down all these things i'm just going to run through it we see zelda we see link they're underground somewhere because there's these dark steps there's weird red dark energy flowing around they're just exploring we find this source with a green hand plunged into the abdomen of this decayed mummified looking person um something happens where all this action happens we see people falling down the the mummy looks at us its eyes glow it lights up and then we cut to outside where we see Hyrule Castle slowly. We only get it for a split second. We can just see it rising from the ground. Mm-hmm. That is a trailer that we've been sitting on for two years. Yeah. Yep. That is why like, we haven't talked about it. And then they're just like, <laughs> the sequel is in development. Oh, like, so right. good. Yeah, we so good. But we knew that. Yeah. And there's already been like a bunch of analysis on this trailer. Like oh, yeah. um the um the the green like the green magic for lack of a better word that's um sealing what is believed to be dehydrated Ganon. 
Mm-hmm. Dehydrated um, yeah, dehydrated oh, yeah. Ganon. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, did you not see all of the Tumblr art that came out after this? Oh, immediately. Re- the internet went nuts with that. Rehydrated Ganon is hot. <laughs> <laughs> just using that title of dehydrated Ganon. Like, because I've just come off of um, Age of Calamity, where mm-hmm. you have Calamity Ganon, Calamity Guardian, mm-hmm. uh, Ice Guardian, Ice State. Yeah. Like, so having all these terms, <laughs> dehydrated being one of them, like it's a classification, a yeah. title for a character just makes me laugh. Yep. Oh, God, it's so good. But um, it's a really good way to like differentiate your different Ganons. I don't know. Um, But like the magic that's coming out of that um, like ceiling hand actually Mm -hmm. has been translated. Someone the master hand. Yeah, right. Someone figured it out, and it's uh, it's um, it's all about ceiling Ganon. Yeah, like that's the thing that kept him in place or something. Yeah, we didn't. When we first saw this, we weren't a hundred percent sure that this was like Ganon. I think I think there were still questions of like who this character yeah. is because we haven't you know there wasn't like a defining thing for him compared to like mm-hmm. what we've seen from previous Ganondorfs, uh, right? But we there have been enough investigations that everyone is talking and just saying like no this is this is Ganon this is Ganondorf um, this is almost certainly the the source of the calamity energy that we dealt right. with in breath of the wild one it's, it's mm. kind of like in uh in wind waker where he was sealed under the ocean but he his evil seeped up in you know from the depths and you know manifested it itself eventually mm-hmm. but the calamity right. did somewhat the same thing just ganon is is sealed himself is, is stuck down there but this this energy of his has manifested in the mm-hmm. world and this has got, like, um, the mummy itself. Like, a lot of the things that people are like, oh, this is Ganon, is, like, people were saying, like, oh, the nose shape is correct. Oh, he's wearing, like, a circlet with a yellow jewel in the middle, which is, like, what Ganon in, or Ganondorf mm-hmm. specifically, and then Ganon, Ganondorf in both Ocarina, uh, yeah, Ocarina of Time and um, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker both wear that style of headdress. Yeah. Um, but none of them, none of them look quite like this, but it's like, is that art style sort of thing? Is that more of like, because of the limitations of the graphics, um, his, the earring thing that he's wearing here, the like gold part that kind of falls down into frame does have, um, the symbol of shadow from the shadow temple or not the shadow temple, the, the spirit temple in Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. That, the, like, the medallion. Two, yeah. That like two eyed medallion is there. Yeah. So like it it definitely gives like the implication that like this is this is a Gerudo person. Mm-hmm. And the only Gerudo who's a dude is Ganon. So also mm-hmm. and also we have the uh, the there's the dwarf speaking of dehydrated as a uh, differentiator. <laughs> dwarf is also a differentiator that we've discussed on this bef- the show mm-hmm. our show before as a is this a dwarfless Ganon or is this is this you know, Ganondorf? Right, is this like Ganon the Beast King, or is this Ganon <laughs> right. the Man? The energy, the the entity, yeah. So yeah, we were left with this for two years. We theorized a bunch of stuff. There were thoughts that we were going to be spending a lot of time underground because everyone was believing there's no way we're just going to be on the same map, right? Mm-hmm. And we had to spin off all of these theories. Cut ahead to 2021 e3 we get a new trailer and we've been waiting forever for this 
Uh, it starts off in a very similar style with the energy coming uh, up from the bottom left, but this time it's all red energy. We cut to Link grabbing his arm. We see Dehydrate again and throwing up his hands that he's alive. Zelda falls down a pit, and mm. then we get black <sighs> for a second. And then we cut to this bright white light coming through, and Link is falling through the sky, Skyward Sword style, but he's dressed in like a an ancient, I mean, it looks almost like ancient Greek garb. Mm. Um, we then see him paragliding. We have a bunch of floating islands. Uh, we see a different kind of Link with Link with uh, long hair. And if you pay attention, he's got these things all over his right arm that are, we, we saw a bit of him grabbing his arm. Um, and it looks very similar to that glowing green arm that was sealing away dehydrated Ganon. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, if his hair is longer. I think he's just, it's not tied in the yeah, back. Yeah, I think it's it, just not. That's what some people are saying. It's yeah, yeah. It, it's, there have been way too many theories, people going back and forth of like, we're playing as two different characters, one no. in the past, one in the future, all this. And well, we don't know for certain, but what I believe is that we are seeing two different parts of the game, one very mm-hmm. early on and one much later yeah. on. Yeah. That we're I mean, going to get a turning point where. I think most people thought the first trailer that we saw, that was like kind of going to be the introduction of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's possible that that's actually like a midway point of the game that we're going to do a bunch of stuff. And then at some point we're with Zelda and we go down into these yeah. caverns. We're going to get three, three gems from yeah, three different I, dungeons. Yeah, and exactly. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be your first, like you're going to do your first three and then you're going to accidentally unseal Ganon. And then you get to do the rest of the game. Yeah. Or, or some, some facsimile of that, you know, or some, mm-hmm. something like that where, you know, who knows what they're going to actually do as far as dungeons are concerned for, for breath of the wild or for the, the old map, but something might happen like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, we see something else with the uh, the stone talus, uh, oh with with a fort with a, a fortress of bacoblins on top of it, and it raises out of the ground, and it almost looks like it's hard to tell if like the bacoblins summoned it, summoned it to come to life, or they didn't know that that was going to happen, and we <laughs> caused it to happen because mm-hmm. a couple of them look surprised, but the then we just don't know. We see uh, a, a glimpse of the arm. It looks like it is Link's arm, but it is glowing green with the metal relics uh, all tied around it. It immediately mm-hmm. cuts to Link using something that would have been very similar to a power with the Sheikah Slate, but it looks like a different form because we can kind of see him freeze time, but it shows almost a timeline of what this thing is going to do. And some people are theorizing that this is almost a rewind where it's showing this is the path that that went down and you can tell it to just basically go backwards the way it went. We can't just like freeze it, hit it and launch it in a direction, but we can tell it to go backwards. Mm -hmm. And we see him using that arm to use that rune. Right. Not a Sheikah slate. Right. Not a Wii U gamepad. Uh, we we then get a weird glimpse of we're back inside of a cave somewhere. We don't know if it's underground or in a cave in a mountain or something. And there is this creature coming from the ceiling that Link does a backflip with a flamethrower that it looks like he maybe has like a dragon head flamethrower shield device of some kind. Who knows how we obtain that, how we equip it. He, uh, he, he went over to play arms for a while. It, yeah, it definitely honestly. looks like an arms weapon. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
And but the thing that stuck out to me is that this creature, when he sets it on fire, it kind of extends out in a weird way, almost like one of those um, not fireworks, fireworks things where you light it and then like the snake comes out of it. (laughs) Um, It looks kind of like that. Uh, We cut to a reverse water droplet that immediately then cuts to link sky right skyrocketing upwards through a, a bridge through the bottom of a bridge and then he pops out the other side like he just mulmitted his way through the top <laughs> of it uh but it's got some green energy around it yeah. too that looks kind of like water uh and then he's just looking out over uh the the land of hyrule that we really saw in breath of the wild a lot of people have identified these locations mm-hmm. from there uh, I'm I'm waiting for the next deeper analysis that says like this is this is this location, but you can mm-hmm. see all of this stuff has been torn up, and all of this is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've um, seen I've seen a couple of places uh, uh, things where people have stood in a spot and been like, hey, there's there's a couple of things different here, but I want to see yeah, like all of those spots. Um yeah. and and yeah, so but the the map has changed a little bit, and you know from there. This is what we know. This is what we saw. There's minor details throughout there, but you can only assume a lot of this stuff. Hopefully we don't have to wait another two years. Uh, they said 2022. They're aiming for 2022. Yes, just, aiming. You know, we are still at, at the tail end of COVID. We're not through it yet. Nintendo hasn't necessarily said that they have all gone back to work again. Um, so it's really hard to say what their timeline is going to be. I, you know, I'm always like, take as much time as you need, but the, I I have never anticipated a game as much as I have this sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know exactly so, what you mean. Salivating. Yeah. <laughs> so, Foaming at the mouth, literally. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's start theorizing. Tegan, why don't you just open up? Like, what, what do you, what are you seeing? Describe to me what this game is going to be based on what we've seen. So, the one thing that I think I can say with 100% confidence is, if you did not play Skyward Sword, and if you do not know anything about Skyward Sword, you need to be familiar with Skyward Sword, or this game is going to have a bunch of stuff that makes absolutely no sense. I, I, I can say that, that with 100% confidence. I think that's why they're re-releasing Skyward Sword right now, as mm-hmm. a separate I, game I think and that's... not part of a bundle. I think that's why they're focusing so heavily on it too right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it's possible that they may still be holding off on putting out Wind Waker and Twilight Princess again mm-hmm. until maybe even next year. If they're like, we're not going to be able to get Breath of the Wild out this year. Uh, we need to, we'll, we'll need to just put these out now. Uh, or if they get closer to realizing like, okay, we're, we're in good shape. This is definitely coming out 2022. Let's go ahead and release these in, in December or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Until afterwards, I don't think they'll even talk about it until after Skyward Sword comes out, and that and that marketing Mm -hmm. is done. Right. Yeah, they want people picking this, picking up Skyward Sword. You have to pick up Skyward Sword. If you don't pick up Skyward Sword, please like watch a playthrough, Mm -hmm. read read the comic about it. Something you, I feel like it's going to be like kind of mandatory viewing before this game. I'm confident that this trailer sold another million copies of Skyward Sword. I hope <laughs> yeah. it did. <laughs> because ever as soon as they open up with the him falling through the sky, everyone was just like, "This is like Skyward Sword." And yep. then a bunch of people were like, "Well, 
I never played Skyward Sword. I heard bad things about it. But if Breath of the Wild 2 is going to have some connection to it and I'm not going to be getting that game for another year at least, yeah, I'll play this other Zelda mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And and I don't have to use my Wiimote. Yeah, and you can play with mm. the buttons now. And I know they did that. Like, the reason they did that is because they want people who have a Switch Lite to be able to play Skyward Sword without right. having to buy a second set of Joy-Cons. Like, that's fine. I'm also going to be turning off the motion controls, probably. I'll give them a shot, and then I'll be like, no. I'll be, I'll be. I don't have to do it again. I got my Zelda themed Joy Cons pre ordered too. I'm going all in with it and playing it as as they intended. (laughs) I I definitely want those. I missed out on them. They were sold out before I got to them, and I was very, very sad. If someone has an extra set of Zelda Joy Cons, I would like them. (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo, make more. Nintendo, please. I did get my limited edition Animal Crossing. switch so oh yeah if they were re- if they were releasing a zelda switch with breath of the wild 2 i would trade in my animal crossing uh switch for this uh, wow switch. <laughs> those, are, those are strong words they're strong I was, words i was waiting for that like some kind of themed thing with the switch light because i mean i've got i mean in this house right now i have two switches and a switch light and i am eager to get whatever this switch pro is or whatever that thing is mm-hmm. but if they do a new switch light if it's a zelda themed thing i'm gonna get another switch light i mean i'll probably end up selling my original switch light i don't need i don't need two switch lights that's ridiculous right. <laughs> but four switches like sure yes <laughs> the, like oh the blue one when they were releasing it i was like that's almost that's almost shield blue that's oh. almost Hylian shield blue it's <laughs> oh, so yeah. close i definitely yeah i definitely want those joy cons I'm, I'm probably not picking up uh skyward sword on the switch but i've also never bought a uh one of these remastered re-release zelda versions before i just still have all my old versions and mm-hmm. and i'm fine i'm fine with that but um yeah That's i fair. definitely definitely excited for those joy cons i mean as long as you have a skyward sword i have a skyward oh i have sword, oh i, I definitely have it like, i i do i got the when they did the bundle with like the gold wiimote like i got mm-hmm. that <laughs> I was I was too broke ten years ago. I I wanted it so bad, but I couldn't get it. I just couldn't. I pre-ordered it, paid it off, and then made sure that it was okay that like my mom could go and pick it up because I was <laughs> not in the country when it released, and I was <gasps> very sad. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I had to wait a whole year to play Skyward Sword, so I already knew like that everybody was complaining about the motion controls mm, the first time I fine. played it, and I still had a blast. They're so. fine. The motion controls are fine. Hmm. Yeah, there's probably a. I don't know. You'll have to find it in some old archived site somewhere. There's a there's a review that I wrote for Skyward yeah. Sword where I definitely gave it a ten out of ten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was obsessed with that game when it came out, and I haven't played it since. Uh, and I I don't know if because of the hate that it got that it sort of scared me away from going back to it. But I'm so excited next month to to have a reason to replay this game all over again and if it's gonna have some connection to breath of the wild 2 even better you gotta you gotta now um i think it definitely does and i think they kind of hinted at that at the mm-hmm. very beginning of original breath of the wild yeah. where they showed you that first um the first goddess statue those mm. are just the goddess statues from skyward sword mm-hmm. they're the well, same I mean, there's another location in breath of the wild as well right at the mm-hmm. end of the the gorge the the giant canyon yeah there's a couple places where that same like that same tall goddess statue comes up mm-hmm. and like and, and, and yeah there's some just, things that's just it 
Yeah, there's some things in that. In fact, I asked Jeremy. I was like, "Is there something I'm missing? Uh, is it, it in? Are there are there more connections that I don't know about from from Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild?" And he, and he he was like, "Well, there's the things you have seen. That's that's basically about it." And mm. I was like, "Okay, okay." Those are like the main the main things. Yeah, story wise, I mean, Breath of the Wild was fairly self-contained mm-hmm. uh yeah. you know the the only things that you really didn't get from it were more so of its own you know bottled world that they had at that time when we put more in, of an emphasis on sheikah technology than we ever have in any zelda mm-hmm. game uh where every everything that makes breath of the wild move is because of the sheikahs and well i mean you it, know, not not just more important to their technology but like they more influence than they've ever been given over over the lore and the world of of, yeah. of a Zelda game, and I'm like, hoping these, we get more super of important. That. Yeah, I'm well, hoping that we get more Sheikah stuff because I love well, Sheikah. The, the thing about the Sheikah technology is that it's not actually Sheikah. The Sheikah are just the ones who are discovering it. Well, right. it's all coming from the ground. It just is underground, and they're digging it up and learning how to use it. And so now it's the Sheikah technology. Well, they, but they, the way they say it in Breath of the Wild one is that um, it was made by Sheikah's 10,000 years ago. And so they're also the ones digging it up and like doing stuff with it. But like they, they kind of point out that like these are ancient Sheikah's mm-hmm. Sheikah tech. But then I, I also think that we've seen stuff in this video that, that will show uh, another civilization's technology. Maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't what, think what it's Sheikah. I don't think it's proper Sheikah tech. I don't think any yeah. of it is actually Sheikah tech. Yeah, some of the stuff that we've seen where they don't talk much about the ruins that you find in the like the southern uh, region, like in the, in the jungle and stuff, mm-hmm. where uh, we've seen a lot of of um, imagery and like kind of the the writing of 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 that group and that mm-hmm. culture. And so I I'm hoping they'll they'll focus, you know, on a different aspect of the ancient world of Breath of the Wild and pull out more lore from there. Mm. Yeah, they can bring the Uku over. Yeah, uh, great. Yeah, no, let's do that. Yeah, so, <laughs> again, more theorizing that I have seen uh, has to do with the fact that we don't see Link's face in this new trailer. Uh, there's, mm. like, a, a, a second that we, like, can see him before whatever the the event is that possibly will happen like in the middle of the game or like you know we may get like an hour or so early on where we can like freely you know explore mm-hmm. the map or whatever uh but then the story leads into us going underneath Hyrule Castle and then something happens people have theorized that there's something that happens to Link's face that potentially mm-hmm. He, we're going to get a a companion that is going to be like in the arm. Some people are trying to say that it's going to be like it is going to be Ganondorf. That there's something in him or some sort of form of him where his body was taken over by evil, and that is the evil Ganondorf that we're seeing. But we're going to have the good Ganondorf with us, trying to like stop this, and he's going to like tell us the story of what he did a thousand years ago or however long ago that we see. Uh, etched onto the walls here uh, mm-hmm. like what was he fighting and why was he doing it and his motivation and I'm not crazy I never really care for you know whenever they try to rationalize villains and stuff uh, just like a lot of the romanticizing of villains I personally just don't really get into Ganondorf is one of them I don't want to really hear his origin but I do want this new Zelda game so 
Well, what if it's Agamemnon from? I don't. From, I just uh, don't want to past. What if it's? I just. Yeah, what if? What if it's one of the patsies who's like, dude, I got totally screwed over by Ganon, and let's let's take him out. I just don't like the personally. I just don't. I'm not crazy about the idea of uh, a villain being our companion. Yeah, yeah. The thing with the thing with Ganon, and the thing that I noticed specifically about like the way this red, the red and black stuff moved, and I noticed this a little bit like with um Ganon in Breath of the Wild One. Like Calamity Ganon in Breath of the Wild One is just Twilight Princess Ganon's pig form. That's all yeah, it yeah. is. Like made into smoke. But like the tendrils and stuff, that really looks like demise to me who is the main villain from um, Skyward Sword specifically. Mm-hmm. So I think this is, if this is like a non-Ganon Ganon, then this is a man who was taken over specifically by Demise and was left there as a seal to try and keep Demise from coming to power. Yeah. And I like I buy into that. That's not Ganon. That's also not not Ganon. Because Demise is the force behind the corruption of the Triforce of Power. Which and is like yeah, a there's, whole other there's, thing. There's uh, spots on, on the Breath of the Wild 1 map that reference Demise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's yeah. totally like, within reason that, that that would be around still. Or that they would be thinking about that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And with him being the main villain from mm. um, Skyward Sword, like knowing about the origins of like your first fight with Demise, I think, is going to inform a lot of the like back lore when you're fighting new Demise. Or like revamped, rediscovered demise, or whatever. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to get too in depth on Skyward Sword's story because that is a game that is, you know, being re-released yeah. and could be new for, you know, for a lot of people. That'll be the first mm-hmm. time they play it. They don't necessarily know a lot of that. But I, That's it fair. is, it is worth pointing out that we may be looking at a common villain between mm-hmm. these two games in a way oh. that we don't normally get in Zelda games that we haven't necessarily seen like Ganondorf and Ganon have, uh, have always felt more like in the same way that Link is an avatar. It's just the evil avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had enough, we've had enough games where Ganon and Ganon is not involved with it that I don't necessarily look at Ganon as being like the ultimate Zelda villain. You can't have a Zelda game without Ganon. Cause we have had plenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and so it, it it'll be interesting to see if they really do lean into that. If we are really seeing this, it could just be a thing where Fujibayashi is like, "Yeah, you guys are going crazy for my game now, but I really liked this game that I made that you all were poo pooing on a few years ago." <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so guess what? Yeah, guess what? I'm gonna make it mandatory reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, F- Fujibayashi was one of the lead writers for Skyward Sword. So okay, mm-hmm. that gives me help. Yeah, yeah, if you're talking about more of this, then gives me hope. Yeah, that's something to point out. Because that that uh, game had a, a really cool story. Um, it, it's one of the best in the in the series, honestly. It's our first like real uh, example of sassy Link because in Skyward Sword, <laughs> it was the first instance where you got to pick some of Link's responses to stuff. Okay, yeah. and um, in like dialogue, in like a mini dialogue tree, and like the other characters would respond to you. So like you could be like, took you long enough to get here, and it's like, and the other characters will be like, 
haha you're so funny like that kind of stuff it was really fun mm-hmm. that was my first favorite that was when like that was my favorite link all the other links are good that was my favorite link up until breath of the wild link because mm. he so, had a lot of personality yeah i, I like hanging out on skyloft it's, it's yeah it's fun skyloft hanging is very out cool. mm-hmm. so circling back let's let's talk some more theorizing let's I, let's let's pull some stuff out of our butt i, I want to i'm I want to say that I, I think maybe we don't see his face because um, we see some of the like I, I was saying. Oh, what are they? They were talking about the the Zonai. That's the that's the group of people that are in or supposedly were uh, the ancient civilization of the 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 jungle area in Breath of the Wild, and okay. we see some of that uh, some of their influence in the barbarian armor. In in Breath of the Wild one, and so I'm we kind of see a little bit of writing on on Link from behind. So I'm wondering if his face is covered in some of that uh, those markings as well. And so they're just like, look, we don't want to give too much away. Maybe he has a Terminator eye too, but but you know, I'm wondering if like there's just there's more things written on Link than than we can see, and they don't necessarily want to show all of that. See, I'm thinking a different direction. I think his arm, like the the specific way that it like the gray or whatever patterns itself mm-hmm. reminds me of the the stuff from Twilight Princess from the Twilly. Mm-hmm. When they okay. were like when they kind of like would digitize themselves, for lack of a better word. Like well, it, it feels like that to me. So I wonder if it's more that like hmm. the all of the Sheikah technology has felt very much like it came from the Twilight Realm for me the entire time. And so, like, I wonder if, like, that's more of where they're pushing it. Okay. I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't made a connection between that Sheikah and, and, and Twilight, and Twilly. Yeah. But yeah, okay, that's interesting. So I'm wondering if what he had, what it is, is like on his forehead is like the same symbol that Wolf Link had in his wolf form. And yeah. that's why they won't show us his face. We must become a wolf. Similar vibe, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to become a wolf. I just yeah. think like the way it like kind of like works its way down his arm, the way that everything kind of fits in this like straight, but also curved pattern. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It just mm-hmm. it feels very much like the twilight realm to me instead of ancient. Well, they they definitely spent a lot of time uh, creating the world of Breath of the Wild one, mm-hmm. pulling things from other games, and so now that they kind of have that world set, they can pull other kinds of things from the other Zelda games. So mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I would be interested to see where they, where they, you know, what kind of influences seep into this game, like a calamity seeping out of the underground. Mm-hmm. I. Uh... Where I'm at right now with what we have seen is I, I feel like the the concept of items like from previous Zelda oh. games, like your hook shots, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. are not going to be in this. I think they are still not going to be bringing that stuff back. I think that was a question that maybe some people had of how much of old Zelda can we still like kind of bring back with this game. And it doesn't seem like they're going in that direction at all. Maybe not the uh, those specific items, but with the, uh, the little arms dragon fire face. Yeah, the little flamethrower dude. Yeah, we we have um, 
we have ways to you know creating fire in breath of the wild with the with the meteor rods and the fire arrows and just mm-hmm. having a torch and stuff but having something that he can attach to his shield that will do those kinds of things would be cool as like an item to to use to 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 traverse some sort of uh challenges or you know if you want to call them Mm -hmm. dungeons or shrines or whatever but um maybe maybe they're thinking of different ways to bring in items as it were but do i think no the hookshot is like obsolete in this world that that they've created the you know some of those items probably just aren't going to be used the way that zelda items have been used in the past which is Mm -hmm. is fine and but i want to see you know that 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 dragon shield thing intrigues me and the the creature that you're fighting underground Mm -hmm. intrigues me the way it moves like a a mini boss or something i'm gonna bet you there's like at least 25 of those that they have a specific drop that you have to go and find them and get that drop for some kind of collectible thing or like there there is there's something in there something about that creature just looked to me mm-hmm. like you're going to fight those but it's it is it's they're just going to be sprinkled throughout the map mm-hmm. for a specific side quest or something could, like that could be how you upgrade it you know much the same way clothing was upgraded with great fairies over time you know had mm-hmm. multiple things so you get speaking, the item and it gets stronger speaking of upgrades uh, uh one notable thing in Skyward Sword is the way that you upgrade items uh, that I thought was actually a great thing that we need more of. And there is a shield that we see on Link's back at one point that is very reminiscent to something like out of Skyward Sword, how you would upgrade those shields. So it's possible that we, I, I would love if they do that, where you can have base equipment that you'll be able to craft things to improve them over time and give them like permanent stat boosts or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a, that was a big part of Skyward Sword, and I would love to see them bring that back too. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want them to uh, overcorrect on you know certain things. Where we've seen we've seen the Zelda developers take criticism or see the criticism from from the fan base in previous games, and then like completely overcorrect on certain things. So I don't necessarily want them to like see the the item degradation backlash from some people which i'm fine with it it's fine whatever it's yeah fine. i'm fine with it too tegan where do you sit on that i'm fine with it yeah great yeah, yeah. fantastic like, it specifically made you interact with the world in different mm-hmm. ways than you wouldn't have done in like otherwise in the Zelda game so i think that's worth it yeah it, it made you make choices um mm-hmm. you know like do i need to do i need to go kill all those guys right now will i get anything good from that or should i just kind of like you know move past them and, and not right. worry about it um, but I, yes, yeah, so I don't want to necessarily see them uh, go, well, we have to like really do something about this or overcorrect too much on that. But I would like to see, yeah, maybe some kind of way to upgrade your stuff would be cool. I wonder if there are like, um, specifically, I'm thinking again about the, the dragon head on the shield. I wonder if that's going to be like a limited use item. And I'm the thing I mean by limited use is you pick this up at the beginning of this area and it is taken away from you at the end. Mm. Like it's not something you can bring to the main world. It's something you can only keep in this area. Like a, a, it's sort of like link between worlds, but you could have all the items, you know, on you at all times. Eventually you could like trade them all or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. But but I mean like specific dungeons 
really only required like this is going to be the one where you use the fire rod and it's not going to have a lot of uses in other ones but right. this is going to be the fire rod dungeon so make sure you got it right exactly and like maybe this is like this is a trial of whatever and for this trial like it's a trial of fire and so you need a firehead for it and afterwards like you don't really need this because you have other ways of making fire outside mm -hmm. of this dungeon See, that's so where I, I see the inverse of that, where this is the item that lets you infinitely make fire because it has a dragon head. So I'm yeah. seeing there it could be the dragon head devices are uh, are things that we get where there is there is one fire oh. dragon head. There is one right. ice dragon head. There is one electric dragon head. There is mm. one water dragon head. There's like the, there's, there's the Dinral dragon head and the right and exactly. the Farouche dragon head that shoots lightning or something. Right, and I'm I could see this as being a permanent item, maybe tied to magic, or yeah. tied to yeah. some kind of, mm. um, you know, a more finite resource, some kind of ammo that you would use for it. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I didn't necessarily see it as that because in that in that clip that we saw, you were at kind of a dead end with this creature. That's what makes me think that this is like, just you're gonna find. 50 of these throughout the map where you find those they're in the corner somewhere you take them out they drop that ball that's in the middle and you collect 50 of those and that's what you use to upgrade the ultimate blank whatever it mm -hmm. might be um and that that's how i see it so it, it's when you bring that up of we're gonna get that and then not take it with us i look at that as something closer to where we're going to be able to do a lot more with this fire now where we can go into this ice area and melt a bunch of stuff out of our way as opposed to like that that is just a new way to get through here and and mm. and not have to worry about oh crap i used up all my fire arrows like an hour ago and i haven't gotten mm -hmm. any more since because they're hard to find mm -hmm. i mean because if you think about the breath of the wild one uh like let's just think about it in, in terms of quick switching your items You've got uh, swords and shields, and then you've got bows, and then your arrow types. And they could easily have this dragon head or different kinds of dragon heads that could be quick switched. And so maybe when you're on the on the ground, you're quick switching your arrows if the arrows are still around. And when you're up in the, the sky, you it switches to the mechanic of dragon head. So like, okay, I need to pull my ice head out or my lightning one out or something. And that would be you know a way to quick swap between all of those mm -hmm. that's interesting Some, i could see that something we have not talked about that needs to get talked about are we only playing as link yeah i think yeah. if we're playing as zelda at most we're doing it in um sort of the way we did in spirit tracks where you can control her as a part of controlling link yeah for set periods of time in certain locations only you know, like fall? maybe when you're yeah. underground, like you can move her to stand on a switch so you can stand on another switch and open a door. But like, that's it. I saw here. Here is the theory I saw that I want to subscribe to because I love this concept in the trailers that we saw the first and the second one. Uh, we see one of them holding a torch, only mm -hmm. ever one of them holding a torch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also Zelda is wearing this uh, similar type of outfit that link is. And I've seen the theory proposed that at one point we will get to choose if we get to play as Zelda or link. And those scenes will alternate that. If you pick Zelda link is the one that falls. 
and or Link is the one holding the torch or Zelda is the one holding the torch. That who you pick at that moment will decide what happens in that scene. That it's kind of a, uh, people have referred to it as a Kojima fake out where we mm. saw in Metal Gear Solid 2, right. uh, every demo thing showed Solid Snake in these things, but it turns out that they put that model in just for promotional things because there's a twist that he plays a different character throughout the majority of that game. I would and absolutely I want to see that. that. I would love that. So the outfit that she's wearing is the exact same outfit she was wearing in Breath of the Wild 1. She has a cape now. That's the difference. A- adventure it's cape. Same, yeah, an adventure <laughs> cape, but it's, it's, ju- a it's cape. just a cape. It's just a cape. It's not a rock's cape. It's just a cape. Mm. The rock's cape's blue. <laughs> I guess I didn't have it pulled up as I was doing that. I, it's so easy to get sucked into yeah. all of these theories and being like, ooh, I, I like that. Let, let I, that be it. I would love the theory that like link is exploring the sky and zelda is exploring underground mm-hmm. after they're separated i think right. that'd be great i do not think that's gonna happen yeah and if i'm wrong i will be absolutely thrilled as long as zelda can do something other than just stand around and like avoid enemies you know mm-hmm. but like she doesn't have any weaponry on her we only know that she can that she's awakened her ceiling magic and like that works on Ganon and stuff controlled by Ganon. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's like, she's got an EMP for, for Ganon, but for that's Ganon not going to, that's like, not going to stop like a, a Bokoblin or a Talus or whatever. Right, that's just walking exactly. around and angry. This, this Zelda so far has not been shown to use any weapons. And like, you can say in, um, considering that age of calamity, the, <laughs> the Hyrule Warriors game is canon. Like, oh, but she does use weapons. She only uses the Sheikah Slate and there is yeah. no Sheikah Slate here. So I don't think like in neither um, shot does she have a Sheikah, that we see her in, does she have the Sheikah Slate on her person, on her hip, where it's shown in um, both Age of Calamity and in Breath of the Wild when she's like in, like using it around. It's like yeah. on her hip. She doesn't have it in either of these shots, so I yeah. don't think like she'd be able to do any of the stuff she does in Age of Calamity. Well, the, she does more than just with the Sheikah Slate. She does unlock powers. She eventually unlocks her power and becomes uh, almost like a light goddess. Yeah, uh, you know, or if not you, the, or not if you the use spoil. Her uh, yeah. But also, she apparently now uses a motorcycle as a weapon. I haven't got a chance to play with that yet, uh, but. Uh. Like yeah. uses a motorcycle as a weapon too, but like yes, you know. Um, I just Any, I, I would can love use that. a motorcycle as a weapon if you ride it wrong enough. Yes. <laughs> are we? Uh, are there any other tangents that we need to cover on this? Is there anything that we haven't talked about that we need? We need to get out before it all gets thrown in the trash when the next trailer comes out next year. Right. Right. I mean, a lot of the stuff revolves around like Skyloft specifically. And if you're avoiding Skyward Sword spoilers, <laughs> then I this is just it. my suggestion to go and pre-order your copy of Skyward Sword for the Please. Nintendo switch. If you don't want to pre-order your copy of Skyward Sword, watch someone play it through when it comes out. Like it does contain the best link before this link. The childhood like relationship between Link and Zelda is very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. get to see big birds, which is fun. Um, love big birds. Yeah, love a bit. Love a good big bird. Yeah. Um, Impa is this is one of my favorite versions Impa's of Impa. So cool. Impa is so cool. 
uh, we we can't miss Groose. Got to the Groose will be loose in a month. Uh, I think <laughs> people will be uh, people will fall in love with him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone's going to be creeped out by Girahim. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everyone will get to know Fee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fee, okay? No one he's, else liked Fee, but I like Fee. He's fine. Fee is <clears throat> like Navi. You either like her or you don't. Uh, see, I like I Navi. Fee, less is more, Fee. Less is more. I didn't like Fee telling me stuff over and over again. I hated dowsing in it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. There's, there's just a couple things that Fee did that I'm like, I don't don't like that she is related to those things. Mm-hmm. You know, It's That's not fair. really speaking on her character, it's just really yeah. what her character had to do in this game because the designers were like, you probably forgot what a rupee is. And I'm like, no, actually <laughs> yeah. I didn't. This is your, this may be your first Zelda game. It's like when you, you're playing a Pokemon game and they're like, oh, here's how you catch a Pokemon. Yeah, like, yeah, I've exactly. been playing this franchise for 20 years. Stop it. Pokemon are little monsters that roam the world. <laughs> they live in your pocket. It's amazing. <laughs> we're friends with them now, but also we use them to fight. Like, yes, I'm aware. <laughs> Blue rupees are five dollars. Come on, yes, let's Professor go. <laughs> Tree, leave me alone. Yeah, is, can they put a can they put like a, a checklist at the beginning of this game? We're like, here, check all of the Zelda games you've beaten, and we will take out the help <laughs> yes. depending on which ones you've played. Like the answer is all of them. I have played. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as as far as what I want out of a Breath of the Wild sequel, I I mean, I really just want to know more about the world itself and the little design choices and the things they hit like hid in in Breath of the Wild because I've I've run all over that world for so long and and they, they just don't tell you too much about the world. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going on. That's not what it's about. It's so I, I kind of want to see like the 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 things that they designed and the things they chose to put in and the rocks they chose to put there and why it's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As Miyamoto says, uh, I want to see like some of the, I just get to know more of the the design in the world itself and and reasons for that stuff. So I'm 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 excited for that kind of I'm excited for them to flesh out uh, a sequel to my favorite game of all time. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was definitely like a reintroduction to Hyrule, which mm-hmm. I think was very good, but like now I would like to know the information mm-hmm. about Hyrule. Like now that I've been introduced, tell me the things. Like, Where cool. is the library? Yeah. I am looking forward to us not having the story based entirely on flashbacks. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for us to be sort of setting our own story. Well, in this maybe game. we might be going back in time. I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but we're not, I just, I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't believe that we're going to be just looking at cut scenes like we did in the first. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're, yes. we're not going to get think, it through memories. I think we will actually be involved with the story this time. Right. Rather than it being like, there's this thing that happened. Anyways, go back to doing what you were doing. That's completely unrelated to the scene you just saw. At least yes. there'll be like some kind of transition back to it where you're like, you just did this thing. Anyways, we're leaving this maybe dungeon uh, mm-hmm. and you can go back into the world now. You're more powered up and you can do more things and go explore more rather than it just being this cut in the middle of it where it's just like you just unlocked this story part that isn't related to what you were doing at all. And here mm-hmm. it is real quick. Anyways, 
I wonder if your save data from oh. Breath of the Wild, if like if you got all the memories or if you did not get all the memories, I wonder okay, if that, that will, kind of thing. Yeah. That will inform your interactions with Zelda specifically. <laughs> do you remember her or do you not remember her? Exactly. Like, did you just get out in your shorts and go like, I'm going to go murder a pig? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They'll, they'll probably just say, oh, yeah, after like a month, my memory came back, you know, sort of thing. Like, no, like I didn't remember her before, but we've been hanging out a bunch and we're best friends. We're best yeah. friends again. Yeah. Like, uh, I hope it's not that. I would like it if um, if they were like, oh, you have we see you have save data from when you beat oh, Breath boy. of the Wild. Do you want us to import that save data or no? And like. <laughs> maybe like now the house like if you built the house and like fully mm-hmm. upgraded it maybe that's like a thing now and it's a little bit different if you unlocked all the outfits maybe you have access to those like that yes. kind of stuff does yeah, that carry I would like over something something you know nice. like what choice not not like a mass effect like what kind of choices did you make did you right but like do i have my something do yeah. i have all the outfits that i spent all that money upgrading like just that'd just be nice things. yeah yeah do i get my motorcycle can i have my motorcycle yeah, I want my motorcycle. Yes. Give me my Majora's Mask, please. Yes. I would like ex- my Twilight oh. helmet. <laughs> Absolutely. Where's my right, tingle outfit? Where's It'll... my Wolfling companion? Like, come on. <laughs> I, I used all that stuff. I had like, you know, and I'll put the game in and Nintendo will be like, let's see if you played. Oh. Oh, oh you. Did. Oh, wow. You played this a lot. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and did. Like, it comes up to you and it's like, <laughs> We understand you have 800 hours in Breath of the Wild. Are <laughs> <Yeah>. you sure? <laughs> exactly. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> have you spoken to a mental health professional? Well, half of that was just my original playthrough. The other 400 hours are, you know, just me messing around in master mode and stuff. Or... I'm literally walking back and forth across the map collecting the Korok seeds. What do you want from me? <laughs> can I, can I as... trade in my gold poo for something? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine oh if you god. could trade in for like the Korok sword and you get like the little, the short sword? Oh man. That'd, That'd be, be amazing. Yeah, but... I want all of that. Yep. Nintendo, you can make, you can push it back another year and a half, please. <laughs> no, no you can't. It's been six years, I'm ready. <laughs> Just got to say, though, people listening, just try to stay grounded with this because we're going to go and theorize all this great stuff, and then the game's going to come out and have none of that. Don't penalize them for not having these crazy ideas that we have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, they may be doing something even more amazing, something that we Mm. never thought of, but... You know, I, I try to keep that in mind where I'm like, I don't want to theorize too much about like what the story is. Oh, yeah. Because it, I do that so many times with games where I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool if they're there. or TV shows or, mm. you know, movies where I just think like, oh, is this I think I figured out what's going to happen here. And then it turns out being something else. And I'm like, it actually would have been a lot cooler if you did the thing I was thinking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, trying not to think of it that way at all. This will probably be like the last time I watch this trailer until the game comes out because like I'll, I'll i'll get real excited during e3 when they announce new like zelda trailers or whatever but then usually i just like okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna wait for it i'm just gonna just put it away so i think there's like a couple things that i'm like this will 100 percent happen and they're general enough that like i do think they will happen i'm not gonna make any guesses about like what that situation is but i think they're gonna happen um i think we will Go back to Skyloft. That is a thing that will happen. In what capacity? 
I don't know, but we're going. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that is also the reason that they were able to re-release Skyward Sword. I think it's a hundred percent intentional so that you can familiarize yourself with the world of Skyloft before going into Breath of the Wild too. I think that's a, that's like a conscious marketing choice that they've made. Um, they won't admit that, but they want to, they're not going to admit that to us, the public, but like, right. You can tell. Um, I think we will meet Fee again in some capacity because she already spoke to Zelda like in in Breath of the Wild. She did her little hum and her little wiggle like we're going to see that again. I don't know if we'll see full Fee again, but we're going to see like the sword is going to talk to you again somehow. I don't I don't okay. think all the dousing stuff. I don't think Fee's gonna like make a teleport appearance, but I do think the the sword will communicate more with Link. Okay. That's about that's that's the only stuff I'm gonna be like, this will definitely happen. And if I'm wrong, I will like eat my hat, you know? Well it'll it'll make that uh that noise that when uh-huh. text when text pops up in, in the shrines or when the trial of the sword or something, you know, maybe something like that. It'll but. do like the little hum and like the little, her like little med, her melody will play. And like, that's about it. That's all I'm expecting. Okay. Um, right. But I think, I think they'll make another acknowledgement that like fee is there, you know? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Obviously we we're all very excited for this game. I'm glad to to talk about this stuff to just like, like Brian said, get it out of my head, get it into there, into the, into the ether (laughs) and then not have to talk about it until the game is finally out. Right. Or (laughs) if we get the, we get the big trailer next year at E3, they do the big event. We should be in person again. So they'll have the, all the, all the demo available on the floor for people to play. Yes, with with the sh- with built-in shrines all around the show floor oh, and everything. So good, um, please, please. And then in the fall, we will be playing Breath of the Wild too. I hope so. Whole, Breath of the Wild, or whatever they call it, Legend of Zelda, Blank of the Wild, Dead of Death of the Wild is one that I heard. Um, just all, I mean, all of these say... different names, whatever, whatever they could be. They did say in an interview after E3 that like they know what the title of the Zelda game is, but they cannot tell us because it yeah. will give too much away. Yeah. Yeah. It, Updraft it, of Impa the hero. Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Ganon is in your arm. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put my money so like if if we're putting money on like what we think the title is gonna be, I think it's the Legend of Zelda Return of Demise. I think that's what it's okay. going to be. Mm. That's okay. where my money is. Interesting. Tegan, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. If thank the you list- for having me. This was a blast. Yeah. If the listeners wanted to hear more from you, where could they go? Um, so if uh, they want to hear me, uh, I'm on another podcast called Impossible Coin. It is um, located on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, all the places you normally get your uh, your podcast except SoundCloud. And we do uh, swear as much as regular adults who do not have children swear. 
uh, <laughs> as a heads up. I, I understand this is a little bit more of a, a family-friendly situation. So We try. Just, what I just remember. be aware of that. Um, we also uh, stream on Twitch, typically on Tuesdays, sometimes on Thursdays. And that's nice. also at Impossible Coin. You can find us on... We're also on... Um, I'm on Tumblr, technically, at Impossible Coin. And then Brian runs our Twitter. Not not this Brian. Our Brian runs our Twitter. <laughs> and uh, Rocky runs our Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so Just Impossible cool. Coin. No underscores, spaces, or anything strange. Nice. All right, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Like I said, that's it. We've said enough. I'm sure we could talk for another hour on this. This is what we hope. No, I'm this done. is what we have seen. Right. We're, we're done. We took three minutes of video and stretched out over an hour. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye.